books. We need $10,000 by tomorrow night to save our podcast. Okay. What should we do? Do we need to sell off our gold-plated, diamond-crusted microphones? No, those I don't are understand. No. How are we going to keep this afloat? Somebody who's good at money, help us! Okay, I have 50 CDs, burnable CDs, that I use to, to save my podcast to. I have 10,000 candles. I have... <laughs> <laughs> 25 how do we budget this podcast how do we I don't budget get this it. podcast i don't please we need everybody to give us more money on patreon so that we can put more diamonds onto our microphones no we're not gonna pay the bills we have we're just gonna okay. crust everything in diamonds i got an idea let's enter a podcast competition for twelve thousand dollars and then immediately lose it and have that whole plot exit the movie <laughs> yes welcome to rough cuts Fuck this film! Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Won't you please join me in bringing together in marriage a much beloved couple, Chloe and Poppy. You may lick the bride. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Oh, Poppy. <laughs> Uncle Pedro! Give me some pop. Oh, look at me. I'm covered in mud. Don't you usually pay for a mud mask? <laughs> Your little fluff balls ruined my pearls. Sorry. She is a three-time champion of the Beverly Hills Dog Show. Peasants. She's just mad because she looks like a big, angry Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> Poppy's home. Hey, Poppy, look. Beverly Hills Dog Show? $50,000 prize? They gave us a home. We gotta do everything we can to help them keep it. We should enter the dog show. Yeah! <laughs> you think you could win the dog show? Do not make me laugh. <laughs> We're gonna do this. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> Fuck Disney. Fuck the writers of this. Fuck everyone involved in this film. I... Uh, this is... I, this is the worst movie. I know that you... You are going to say this isn't the worst movie that we've watched. And you're not wrong, but you're not right. Because <laughs> this is... This is undeniably the worst film we've watched. But for very specific reasons. We've watched... Yeah, so we watched Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Yes. Which is not the worst, like, shot film. It, it's nope. shot well. It's not the worst it, acted film. Oh, God, no. Definitely The acting's no. The good. actors in this are all pretty pretty serviceable. The, the pretty sets good are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sets uh, are pretty the, nice. The sets are actually really nice. We'll get into that. It, it's, <laughs> a reason, really nice. it's a reasonable length. The sets are too nice. What exactly makes this the worst film? What makes this the worst film is that it is written by the two parents in Get Out. Yes. It's written by the white people in Get Out. It is... The, it's written, written by the guy who didn't understand the joke. <laughs> yes. About it's the... electing Obama a third time. These are people that would very unironically be like... Man, I'd have voted Obama a third time. The writers of this film 
they it feels like they were writing about their class struggles of being in a five million dollar penthouse apartment in Los Angeles. Of being rich and white. Yes. Yes. Their class struggles of being rich and white. Would just like other people fuck this movie. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck this movie. I am Yeah. I'm livid having watched this. This is monstrous. And it's monstrous in multiple ways, because it's not just classist, it's racist, and it also loves abusive parents. It's like it is it's in it's incredible the ways that it just it picks the worst possible things to defend. It's There's a joke image that I saw going around a little bit ago, which was, hey, are you two friends? One's labeled leftist, one's labeled liberal. The liberal says yes, the yes. leftist says no. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, no, We are exactly. not liberal yes. friends. This oh is, no, that's a big meme. This mean. is yeah, like yeah, yeah, no. super rich white liberal mm-hmm. <laughs> bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yes. I hate this shit. And okay, I need to get some context. We watched the second Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I want you to know why we're so fucking mad. Uh, other than everything and the reasons that we're why why we're mad is is legit. But specifically, the first movie is about a rich white upper class pet of a, a rich white upper class you know white woman in L.A. Oh. Specifically yeah. Beverly Hills because it's Beverly Hills Chihuahua. And mm-hmm. and she's like, hey, I don't like this rich, white, upper-class society. I want to see what the rest of the world has to offer. Yes. And starts interacting with the lower-class thugs on the street, which are homeless dogs, that then have budding love between them. And this rich, white dog has a, like, multi-million-dollar collar of diamonds that... She doesn't realize it's expensive because she's, you know, stuck in rich white society. And some thieves try to steal her. And more more importantly, the caller. They don't give a shit about the dog. And they eventually get it back. And then the two dogs love each other because white upper class bullshit is bullshit. And you should just like people because you like people. That's basically the movie, right? Like, that, that's an okay message. That actually it's, has a yeah, point. Yeah, it... it... I haven't, I have not seen Beverly Hills yeah. Chihuahua 1, but it sounds like it's... It's serviceable. great, like it's but not, it's... Yeah. Yeah, but it is, it's got the serviceable message for children of a very, like, palatable, like, hey, you know, people, people are people, and just because you're rich and white doesn't mean that, like, people that aren't rich and white are less than you. It just means that they're different people. Yes. Like, it's kind of got that vibe to it from the sound of things. This tries to have that vibe and misses on every fucking point. It is... Yeah. It's so wrong. It opens with a multi-million dollar dog wedding for white people's dogs. Like, fuck you. Uh It completely lost the goddamn point of the film. And all of their Latino writers. Weird. Yeah. It, It... This movie starts... On a garden party of champagne and fancy dresses with butlers on, like, the most manicured palatial grounds imaginable where they're having a fucking dog wedding. And then the plot of the movie is that they don't have enough money. Yes, they're poor. In their rich white people mansion. 
This movie has like 30 different scenes of people wringing their hands in a like gilded palace. And I do mean like a gilded palace. Like yes. we're talking, it looks like fucking like marble. Gold yeah, it looks like Trump's weird penthouse apartment that's like full of gold on everything and like way too gaudy. It's that shit. And it's them wringing their hands in a house like that with all this art and gold on the walls and like you said, like marble pillars and them going, how are we going to find $40,000? They... And it's like, fuck you. They could sell two fucking tables in this goddamn mansion and get the $40,000 they need. I hate this shit. There is a literal scene of them sitting down at a table and then a servant coming out and bringing yes. them food. And then the conversation is immediately like, okay, well, but how do we get this money to save our mansion? This this fuck okay these people. Let, let me let me list the things wrong with this movie, and then we'll get very angry and not discuss it. But we will yell about it. There's classism, first of all. Yes. Extremely awful classism. There's racism. There's a lot mm -hmm. of Spanish in this movie because it's based no, on no, there isn't. Well, no, there isn't. <laughs> let me let me let me clarify. There's a lot of Spanish in this film because one of the dogs is I want to point out the thug dog. Oh, is fuck. is a Latino, like okay. specifically probably a Mexican because it uses Mexican culture, which it whitewashes. There's whitewashing in this movie too, and all of the oh, the Spanish in the film is dubbed, speaks in Spanish. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah. There, there's uh -huh. so there's whitewashing. There's racism. There's classism. There's... Oh, yeah, the majority of characters in this movie... I just want to go back for a second. Yeah. Like, I understand that a lot of the times movies will do, like, the speaks in Spanish, which is always shitty. But it's especially shitty in this movie when it is ostensibly about a Mexican family. Yes. The vast majority of this movie is supposed to be Latino characters. And, like, like Delgado the dog comes from Mexico. He's a Mexican police force dog. Pedro is a dog. Like, Pedro. Poppy is the the main male dog, the, the, the Beverly Hills Chihuahua, one of the two. Like, and it's about his family, which are all Latino. Like, they, they were specifically Mexican. They're talking about their yes. Mexican stuff. They live in, like, a Mexican house. And then constantly, every single time they speak in Spanish, it has its subtitles that it speaks in Spanish. There is a moment in this film where they go and they start to do, like, a dance. It looks like they were going to dance yes. at a dog show. And, like, I said to you, and it felt like this 110%. I'm like, I'm ready for them to subtitle this as dances Mexicanly. Ugh. Like, it's, that's how it feels. That's how everything in this movie feels with the way that it portrays it. This movie appropriates it's, Latin culture and Mexican culture in awful ways. It is the most stereotypically spanish stuff like yeah like mexican south american culture possible in that it's like got these horrible awful cgi scenes of them in like aztec and mayan times and him giving stories about that and it, it's it, like it, it reminds me of films that are like the rich white people sitting in their rich mansion talking about the natives <laughs> like it's bad it's, it's bad everything it and, just and, and they, oh my god, sucks. It sucks. This movie so also much. is really bad messages about parenting. It has bad messages mm -hmm. about uh, 
absolving your abusive parents of anything they've done in the past. Like, this film is morally dead in every way possible. <laughs> it's reprehensible what this film is about. Like... If you were saying that the first movie is about, uh, like, rejecting yes. a little bit of, like, the mainstream white bougie culture, this movie is about how white bougie culture is the only acceptable thing and the only way that you can get ahead in life is by playing their game. Correct. Like, that the, is the only way. The, messaging the only way a minority can get ahead in white culture is to be white appropriated. That is this film. Any, or anybody. Anybody, Anybody yeah. can get ahead. But like, yeah, need, it, it, is very, it is also very specifically about Latino people having to do that. You, you, need, and to, like, you need to embrace white upper class capitalism. Yes. The film. Yep. Yes. Fuck That's you. In, <laughs> the entire messaging of this film is that. It's fucking despicable. It sucks. Like, it's hard to... Like, as an example, he sits down, Pappy. Yeah. Um, I, God, I don't even remember the name of the other fucking chihuahua. Uh, Chloe's the the appropriate mm -hmm. white duck god like this is what i mean about how on the nose it is is that like yeah she is a white chihuahua and he's a brown chihuahua. he's a brown like, chihuahua yes. anyway nudge nudge do yeah. you get it do you get oh, it oh my god so uh. anyway one of the big recurring themes is that as a joke quote unquote but it's also like part of the moral messaging of this is that like, oh, well, Pappy doesn't know how to be a father. Mm -hmm. Why does Pappy not know how to be a father? How do they illustrate that Pappy is not a good dad? Oh, because he tells his kids bedtime stories, uh, but then the kids get all excited about it and they don't go to sleep. Yep. Because yeah. he tells bedtime stories and isn't an authoritarian asshole to yes. them and punishing yeah. them constantly, that makes him a bad father the, the and only, he has to yes, learn to yes. not do that he has to learn to not tell children about stories of their culture and yes. what it is like and to be proud of it because that'll excite them and they need to shut up and behave be, that's yes. fucking literally you, you the cannot, point of those you cannot teach your kids about your culture and history because they need to learn how to integrate into white society that is this film. And shut up and be quiet and yes. listen all the time and never... They need to be seen and not heard. That's the yes. fucking point of that. It sucks so much. Like, he's constantly like, oh, well, I went and told them bedtime stories. And then she goes upstairs and she's like, you were supposed to settle them down, not rile them up. I can't believe you would tell them stories like this at bedtime. How dare you? And she's portrayed as being correct. She, she complete... This pisses me off even more because that character at the end of the first movie, Chloe, was the one who came around and was like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm okay being in this society with people that aren't rich white people. I, mm -hmm. I understand that there are other cultures and things outside of my rich white privileged bullshit. And now, now that character is, hey, I'm rich privileged bullshit. Hello. <laughs> You need to be like me, actually. Yeah, and it and it very much portrays her as like the ideal to look up to. I hate 110%. it. One hundred and ten percent. Like she is. Like there, there's all these scenes of like Pappy going like, "Oh, she's 
She's the greatest, most talented dog in the whole world, and that's why I love her so much. I want to be like her. I need everything to be about her. She's the greatest thing ever, and I, she's such a great mom. How much she hates our children and tells them to sit down and behave and wear, like, yeah. weird, bougie sailor outfits. Like, she's got them in, like, dresses and, like, these fancy dresses outside and sailor of, outfits. Outside of sailor outfits, there's also this gender bullshit going yes. on in this film. Like, yes. every dog needs to be gendered. Because you yes. don't, otherwise you don't know what the dog is. It has to have a gender. And they, they even like, well, my son won't dress like that. He looks Yeah, frilly. because they dress him in like the white, weird Ugh. sailor outfit that rich people do with their kids. And he's like, oh, I want to do that. And it's very, like, obviously a gender thing. Like, oh, God, it's just... It misses every possible point that it could make that's okay. There, there was a throwaway, throwaway line where one dog, who isn't part of the main cast, just a random dog, is like, I only chase imported cars. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie yeah. completely... Well, okay, I... that actually brings me to one of the things that they bring up multiple times. I wrote this down the first time they had it, and I'm so mad that they brought it back, and especially at the end of this movie and that is that at the beginning of this film one of the threats that the mom gives to the children for going outside and playing in the park yeah yeah was i will not children if you don't shut up and behave yourselves you will get no bacon wrapped filet mignon for dessert and they bring that back at the end of the movie after they're desperately trying to find $40,000 to keep the parents' house around. And she goes, kids, again, if you don't behave, you won't have any more bacon-wrapped filet mignon for dessert. And I'm like, stop buying your fucking dog's bacon-wrapped filet mignon and pay your $40,000 bill, you bougie pieces of shit. It's worse than that. Fuck you. No, it's worse because it's a dessert. That implies yes. they've already had a rich, expensive meal. Yes! They're just cutting slightly. See, here's the problem. More people in the world need to, you know, cut back a bit on their spending. If only you spent a little bit less, you would be able to get by with that $100. I gave up my bacon wrap filet mignon for dessert, so, like, you can buy ramen for two weeks. Come on, get by with your life. Like, that's this film. Fuck you. It's not even even that bad. They're so clueless they didn't even get to there because... It's shown as they can buy those things, but, like, it's never shown as, oh, well, they need to cut those things out to pay their bills. No. It's just like, oh, well, no, we're buying those things, but like, I don't know, I don't know how we can't pay, f- how do we find $40,000 as they're sitting in their gilded mansion eating bacon wrap filet With, mignon. Like, expensive and there's paintings. no fucking hint of irony. Yeah, expensive paintings and servants and rich fucking gold-plated staircases and... Well, the Marble female floors. dog, the, the white Chloe, Chloe, yeah. right. Chloe is wearing a diamond necklace. And I mean, like, yes. it is, like, covered in diamonds. The, like it's the same one from the first movie that we know is worth millions of dollars. Yes, yes. That one. Yeah, I know. Yes. I know. She's wearing that throughout the whole, all these conversations. Every scene in this movie, she's wearing that collar. And they're sitting there having conversations about, oh my goodness, However, shall we pay for this mortgage payment? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. (sighs) 
This movie is the epitome of the, well, what could a banana cost, Michael? $11? Here's $20. Go see a Star War. Yep. Yeah. I... I'm so mad about everything in this. The bad dad the bad dad metaphors and stuff, like how awful they are about like abusive terrible parents and that they think that that's appropriate parenting um is incredible. Like the lengths that they go to about it because he is upset that he can't figure out how to be a parent because he wants to do things like read bedtime stories and right. love and appreciate his kids right. and play with them in the park. And that's all shown as being awful and evil. And that he's like, I don't know how to come down on my kids and make them a subservient, awful, terrible people like my wife. <laughs> like, that's his plot line. My that's, wife. <laughs> his plot line is that yeah. he doesn't know how to do that. And that's portrayed as, like, his growth is that he eventually learns to punish them. Yeah, and the way you grow children. as a parent is by being abusive and authoritative. Yes. And yet, that's not the worst part of bad parenting in this no. film. Because they have Delgado, who's a fucking cop in the I worst goddamn way. forgot about Delgado. He abandons his children at the doorstep of a police department to make them be other police dogs. Have you but have you it's... ever abandoned your children at a police department and just been like, no? Hey, so he uh, I don't want these there. kids anymore. But the cops can take care of that. Yeah. Yes, and that is portrayed as a positive, heroic. And even. at yeah. the end of the film, he's sitting there and he's like, "Oh man, I, should I turn back and look at my children that I abandoned?" And he doesn't. Instead, his children come to him and they go, Listen, Dad, we're so sorry that we were mean to you for abandoning us all these years. We never knew that you meant to abandon us to protect us to be because you were doing important police dog work. So it's great that you abandoned us and we're really sorry for how badly we treated you for yep. leaving yep. us here. You see, it's our fault for not forgiving you. Yeah. Fuck! This movie! <laughs> you, 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 do you also remember the, the shitty subplot of the main character, like, fiancé, girlfriend, who's apparently poor, but living in the rainforest with her rich white buddy and his rich white aunt, um, doing things for fun so that they can save the rainforest? You know, I didn't forget that. Yeah, like, yeah. again, the whole time that... While they're that complaining about parents, not having money. Yeah. Yeah. That his parents are talking about have, not having money. They're staying in her billion-dollar mansion. Literal well, mansion. She's off in the... Yeah. Yes. Well, she's off in a in the Amazon rainforest with local guides and stuff having the, like, whitest eco-trip possible. Yes. Um, like... like like this white, this fucking white woman's gonna go save the the rainforest. That's her goal. Like mm. by appropriating cultures and ugh, fucking by just getting led around by native uh, guides, guides in the area. And yeah. Yeah, 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 like seeing the rainforest is her eco trip kind of thing. It's her yep. vacation is gonna save the rainforest. That's her. That's her yes. thought process. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> yep. Uh, write a check no 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 i i'm on viv i can't just write a check 
Oh, I've got to no. go I, there and experience I it on the ground. Yeah, and I, I can't give money to my uh, nephew whose parents are, oh, no, no, no. Not until the film demands it later, then I can. So yeah. I don't get that. Well, no, the film doesn't demand that. They no, it doesn't. The money they them. never, no, but, but she said that she'll pay for the wedding. So clearly she had fucking money. <laughs> She just didn't want to well, pay it. Yeah, for... they had a fucking she, dog she wedding. She would she would give out money for the main character and his girlfriend's wedding, now fiance, I guess, at the end of the film. Uh, but she would not give money to his parents who were struggling to find money for their billion dollar mansion. Yes. Well, okay. There, there, there are there's more like uh, a million dollar mansion. There's is a, yes. There's is a very upper class, very nice house. It's not like yeah. It's not palatial. It's probably worth, like you said. I wouldn't be surprised if a house like that is worth almost a million dollars. The house that they have in this in movie. in Beverly Hills in L.A. That thing's got to be like a twenty well, it wasn't million dollars. Hill. The, yeah, their house well, was. Oh, Beverly I'm sorry. Hills, I forgot they showed them driving through the urban Latino neighborhood before they got to their mansion in the suburbs. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. But it's it's not a it's Beverly movie. Hills mansion. But it no, would, it is a it is, and it's I wouldn't call, I wouldn't necessarily call it a mansion but it is it's it, like a it's mick like, mansion it's like it's a one of five those. bedroom four bathroom walk-in <laughs> yes. walk-in fucking yeah. bathroom shower near the porn room house like yeah they they think that they're okay the writers of this movie <laughs> think that think that the poor people the reason why they they look at a poor person's house and what they think a poor person's house is is they don't have a pool. Yes. That's their idea. Like an indoor pool. They're like, they don't have an indoor basketball court or pool. They're very Wow, poor. they're very That's the poor. idea of poor in this movie. They're going to need, uh, what are they going to need to pay the mortgage on the house? Like, it can't cost more than $40,000, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like every... this multi-million yeah. dollar home can't be more than 40000 I I like, can't they're, they're talk even about off on that film. estimate. They're off on the estimate. Well, I know. I can't talk it's about so this bad. film because it's so fucking frustrating. Everything about it is infuriating. The, the bank's not even the bad guy. The bank guy is only bad because he likes cats. It's not because he's a yes. banker and taking advantage of fucking minority families by giving them shitty home loans. It's because and like he being... likes cats. Yes. Yeah. He's not a he's not a bad person because he demands that they leave the house within less than 24 hours because they have dogs and he doesn't like them. He's bad because they have dogs and he doesn't like them. Yes. Not because he's evicting them, but because he doesn't like dogs. That's what makes him bad. And even then, he's not even, like, really portrayed as a villain even at the end of the film. So anyway, the only way to solve their problem is they join a dog show. <laughs> because they can't just come up with $40,000. They're going to have to win oh, a contest no. to win $50,000, which is more than 40000 So after taxes, it covers it. Because which is after taxes, way less because, than 40000 Because the rich people so who wrote fucked. this shit decided that 50000 after taxes has to be close to 40000 right? Like, they took that into account. So they knew. And the dog show was fucking pointless. It didn't lead to anything, and it didn't matter. It led to a lot of racism. And also, we got to see Hooch. Hooch is fucking crazy. <laughs> and, and, and and French Stewart. French Stewart. And get the fuck out of my movie, French Stewart. I don't care if you're right. Get the hell out of here. 
I, listen, French Stewart was, like, the only person in this movie that I agreed with at all. I know, I hate that more. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks, because I don't want to agree with French Stewart. French Stewart was the most, like, believable, <laughs> down-to-earth person in this movie, and that should give you some fucking red <laughs> fucking flags, shouldn't it? The, the other... French Stewart didn't appear like an alien from another planet. He seemed yeah. like a down-to-earth, normal person. Yeah. French fucking Stewart. <laughs> French Stewart is the most believable person in this movie. <laughs> Fucking end the podcast. You no. end the movie now. There you go. No, we can't end the podcast. I know. We can't end the podcast. We haven't talked about Winston yet. Winston's in this movie. Fucking Ernie Hudson. Yeah. He's Pedro. After There's drinking so many an decent... entire after drinking an entire crystal skull of Dan Aykroyd's vodka. <laughs> He signed up for this shit. Uh, the so the dog show happens. They're they're talking about oh no oh my how are we gonna pay this forty thousand dollars? So they join this dog show, and this is where the movie like it, this movie does not know what it wants no. because it it wants to be about poor middle class people or like lower class people, but it doesn't understand anything about them, and like. It wants to be angry at bougie people, but everybody in this movie is bougie, so it doesn't understand how to, like, differentiate that. So, like, the villain of the dog show is Apollonia de Beauvoir, who talks in a fake French accent and all this shit. Yeah, and the one who calls everybody peasants. A, yeah. Yes, she calls them peasants. She's a... Which is amazing, considering the mansions they live in. Yeah. Um, but... She's this weird French poodle, and that's their villainess for the dog show arc. This has, like, multiple arcs. So the dog show arc happens, and they go, oh, no, we need to do this dog show. Maybe we'll win the money. And he, they go off to the dog show. They do the whole dog show thing for 20 minutes of this film, and then they lose the dog show. And promptly forget the dog show ever happened. That's just it. it. It just drops out of the face of the earth. They never go back to Apollonia. She just... Apollonia wins the contest. And that's the last we ever should that's see That's the end. Her. That's it. It's so that's it. fucking pointless. Yep. They just, they just move on from it. The very next scene is what it is. The dogs are... The puppies are sitting home alone. Well, this is going on while all the other dogs are at the dog show. And their human mm-hmm. owners are at the dog show. So then the puppies of these two chihuahuas sneak out and they're like oh wait we know how to get the money and what they do is they go and see delgado's fucking bastard sons that he abandoned the police department and they go oh we have a message from delgado he actually loves you what how does that get them the money I don't fucking know, nor do the writers. No. So because of that, what happens is is that incidentally, when they're telling these two dogs that their dad actually loves them, they're police dogs, and they're going to stop a bank robbery. So now the small dogs get accidentally kidnapped by jumping into the duffel bags of the bank robbers, and that's how they get the money. We've had a ton of movies about bumbling, bumbling villains stealing dogs. We've never had one where they did it on accident. Well, and that they right? didn't introduce the bumbling villains until that moment. Yes! The bumbling villains in this movie that are the bank robbers 
are they have less than a minute of screen time full stop full movie like they i bet they barely crack a full minute of screen time the, the dog like the puppies find the money and they're like yes money for house money equal house this will pay we'll just steal the money from the bank robbers which they they give back to the bank <laughs> because you can't remove capital from the bank no no we need, no that we can't would be we can't terrible. do that you need to you that need would be to, against the system that we all yeah, believe in you need love. to invest in the system the system works so so what happens the bank just forgives their loan because they stopped the bank robbers and didn't take the money that mm-hmm. fuck you movie <laughs> like no we'll see boys if you don't if you simply integrate into capitalist society and protect the capital of the rich people that are coming to throw you out of your home, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you know that everything will work out okay. Yes. They'll they'll yeah, allow you as a peasant to have things like food and shelter. You know, I Wow, thank you, capitalists. I, I as a human being who is not seen as a worker drone in this society really appreciate that the capitalist overlords are willing to forgive me and show pity on me enough to not throw me on the street and take all of my possessions. That's really nice of them to not be awful evil beings for one moment of their fucking lives. Wow. Thank you, capitalist overlords. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Yes. They portray the banker that's like, that loves cats and, oh god, they... They kind of do like he's very effeminate in a way. Oh, oh they like also they do, do gay jokes. Thing. They don't yeah. do overtly gay jokes. No, it, that's the thing. Is like this is why it's almost more. It's a liberal gay joke. I would yes. I would almost. I would almost respect them more if they just fucking came out and said what they meant. Right. Yeah. Like it's all of this. Like. All of their shit is hidden where it's like, oh, we can do jokes about, like, Mexican people because we're portraying them positively. We can do jokes about gay people because it's it's not really, oh, he's not gay. You're just reading into it. Like, it's all that shit. That's what this is, is it's, like, all hidden below the surface where they think they're being clever about it, but it... They reveal way more about themselves yes. in this movie than they meant to. And it is despicable. They spend half of the movie with Pappy teaching his pups about their culture and Machu Picchu and the Aztecs and Mayans and and, and to be how, proud how, of who they how, are and how proud, proud of they should be heritage. and how proud their their warriors were, saving children. Mm-hmm. And then the way that they show that is during the dog show, they appropriate that culture by just putting him in an Aztec warrior costume to parade in front of a bunch of white people. But not only that, not only all of that, they also... That's it. Remember, too, though, that the, the also that, like, the whole arc of that, of him telling his puppies stories like that, yeah. is his white, rich wife... Telling him how awful of a father that makes him, and she's right. She's in the movie. Yeah, she's portrayed she's right as in the right. Movie. Yeah, the movie says that he's wrong. That he's a bad dad for doing this. He's a bad dad for it. This makes him bad. This makes him terrible. He's an awful person for doing this. Fuck them. 
fuck them. I'm so mad. Like, this is the most yes. infuriating movie I've watched on this podcast. By far. Like, we've seen movies that are objectively worse. They've got worse actors. They've got worse writing in, like, the dialogue and stuff. But, like, there has never been a movie that has been, that we've watched, where it is so overtly racist, sexist, classist, like, just everything. But yet trying to be like, look at how awesome and progressive we are over top of it. Like, they they paint over this thin veneer of, but we're saying that this is okay. Like, oh, fuck. Fuck. Well, we accept you as long as you join our society and what we want you to do. That makes us the good people. We Listen, we're willing to overlook all of your faults as a, a, as a Mexican or a Latino person by being Latino, just simply being Latino. We'll yeah. overlook all of that. Yeah. And that makes yeah. us good people. Yeah. Fuck this, them. This movie is Fuck. literally get out. <laughs> like, it's, it is. I wanted to get out of this film, too. <laughs> A yes. lot. It's, uh, it's, I, I want this so to be bad. a fun po- comedy podcast about a bad dog movie. And I this can't. is the worst. This I sucks. I, I, I can't do I it. I agree with you. I would rather have overt racism than like liberal progressive fucking whitewashing racism. That patting on the, patting is. on the back because they're patting yes. themselves on the yes. back the whole time. Like you can feel the smarmy bullshit of these people where they like went home after this and slept and went like, we are such good progressive allies. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, I, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck everything you stand for. Fuck everything about your life. Fuck you. Fuck you. I can't, I can't, I can't get over how angry everything about this movie makes me. I don't even it's, know who this movie's for. Like it's, it's supposed for to other be other super white rich liberals like, who yes, are yes. sitting in their like it, it what this movie is for is it's for somebody who's sitting in a house like we saw these poor people in quote unquote uh-huh. not the big mansion but like the upper class suburban house where they've got like a white picket fence and five bedrooms for their two person family and what it's for people like that that are sitting in a house like that. And they're like, oh man, we can't buy our second car right now because we're having a bit of a crunch. And they're like, oh, we're so hard done by and so poor. That's who it's for. It's for people that feel that way. This is written by a person that would look at Skid Row and be like, why don't they just get a job? Yes. (laughs) I'm not going to do anything, but those, those poor people need to get work. I, I went out and I pulled myself up by my bootstraps yes. and that I've got this nice, I've got this nice house and it hardly took me any work at all. All I had to do was have a friend who is a billionaire that has this massive mansion over here with their diamond cut crusted dog collars yes. and their fucking crystal bowl dog food bowls. And like, I, I did this all on my own. And a four hundred thousand dollar capital loan from my parents, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. You just need to integrate into my society. Then you'll be good too. Yeah. If you would just listen to the bank and pay your mortgage on time, and like talk to them, you'd realize how nice the bankers are, and how cool and awesome they are, and how how much they're your friends. You just need to help them out, and then they'll help you too. 
come beg beg at my table for my scraps, and yes. then you'll learn how awesome I am and how nice I am to give you my nice little scrap. Like, fuck them. The only fuck good scene this. in this movie is when Chloe played Lee's and a bookshelf opened up, revealing a, a key that you needed to use to open another door in the Resident Evil mansion. I can't I can't make jokes about this. I can't make a joke about this one. I can! So That's the only joke I got. I'm out. This yeah. movie sucks. That's the one joke. I hope yeah, you're here. It's... Hope you came for jokes, kids. Because <laughs> we don't got them. That's all I got. <laughs> what we've got instead is class consciousness and intersectionality. <laughs> this is oh god, this is yeah. worse. Like you can't I you can't comedy this. There's no comedy. No. It's just infuriating. <laughs> Yes, everything about this is... Because there's nothing that's like... The problem is, is that none of this stuff is done so incompetently that it's in any way funny. Yes. It's just infuriating. Like, it's not even funny to make fun of, because it's not done badly enough. It's done in, it's done in a totally competent way for what they're trying to message. It's just that their message is fucking despicable. And well, they don't realize that it's despicable. They are, like I said, they're going home and patting themselves on the back for how progressive and cool they are. And how nice it was that they let those people into their movie. Like, that's what it feels like. Yes. There's one thing that makes this movie make sense. It's a Disney movie. <laughs> the capitalist overlord, oh. Disney, who hires minorities... Very often, at slave wages, and puts them in their slave, like, apartments that they can't leave, that the only thing they can buy is from the company store. Yeah. Made this film. That makes sense. That makes sense. And mm-hmm. and Walt Disney would have been 100% behind the message of this fucking film. Oh, God, yeah. No, this is... And Eisner, and all those fucking people... That, like I, like we said, I mean, this, who this movie is for is it's for wit, rich white executives and the upper class, upper middle class and upper class well, white people that want to be like those people you, and think that they have something in common. Do you know what Epcot was originally for? What the original design was for Epcot? Yes. I, I, it, I, it, I, it was I a rich, white, Pleasantville neighborhood. Where yes. all the lawns are mowed, all the white people mm-hmm. have jobs. If you don't have a job, you can't live there. AKA, mm-hmm. you can't be black. You can't be yeah, like they, white yes. people. It was a white. They people made. They, it was a white gated neighborhood. Is yes. what they were making. They were that making was Epcot. Like, yes, that is this movie. This movie yes. is that. Yes, but like the worst part about it, the part that does like really fucking greats, is that they use uh like latin culture and stuff to like put this veneer of progressivism over it right yeah like they use all of these people as minorities as like we'll see but it's not about that because it's actually about this poor minority family but uh, like i said all of it ultimately ends up of them having to just incorporate into this white bougie culture that they've found themselves surrounded by and that makes them good people as if they would just if they would just sit down shut up and assimilate then everything would go great for them and they all learn that lesson 
Hooray! This movie ruined my day. <laughs> it's the worst. This is... Yes. This is just fucking garbage. It's awful. Like, and, and they're so bad with their messaging. Like, another thing that was just... For example, like, when they when they bring... It's such a muddled fucking message. Because they, they want bougie white people to be the villains. But then they're like, wait, but we're bougie white people. Maybe bougie white people are actually good. Maybe, maybe we're the good bougie white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the way that it shows that, like, it's immediately obvious from the opening scenes of this movie. When they go to the dog park. And the dog park is full of butlers bringing the dog sushi platters. And the one group is like, oh, this is Fabu, the, the sushi that we have. Oh, it's amazing. And they're talking about that uh, over this. And they're portrayed as the good people. And the only reason why the French woman comes in, the French dog, the French poodle. Uh-huh. And she's like, ooh, uh, like, ta-ta, little. And she gets, she's portrayed as bad. But it's like. She's like everybody else, though. She's just everyone else. Like, they're showing all of these other people getting all these things, and they're good. Five seconds later, it has her come in, and she's bad because she's got a fake French accent, I guess? Like, what? why is she worse than they are? They don't know. They, they have don't no know. idea. There's nothing yeah. differentiating the two of them. There's nothing differentiating these two groups of people. And other than, like, oh, well, we hang around the pores, and the pores happen to be... A upper middle class Mexican family that owns a landscaping business. Owns a landscaping That's who business. They're like, oh well, but yes. see, we we are down with the the working class people that own their own house in a, a nice suburban neighborhood and own their own landscaping company. Yes, you know, and, and the multi million dollar mansions. Yes, yeah. they're poor. The poor's. Yes. They're poor, yeah. as you know. Yeah. The poor's. That's what makes us good is because we don't look down on them. As long as, you know, they don't do things like talk about how their culture is good and rile up the kids before bed. Oh, good God. Oh, no. Yes. One one thing the writers for this film have never done is work retail. No. We know that. Or anything. We know that. They've never worked a service job in their fucking lives. No. No. They've never, they've never put in work at, like, no. a store... Or, like, at the landscaping business. You know what? Like you said. There was a I, point where you didn't realize that it was a yes, landscaping business yes. they owned because they barely mention it tangentially. And you're like, wait, landscapers? They're in a rich like, yeah, house. Landscapers. And you're like, there's no fucking way. Like, they did no dirt under their face. Like, these are not, like... They, they never worked on a lawn. They don't have, like, like, grass stains on their clothes or dirt under their nails or... No, 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 no. No, they don't own a landscaping yeah. business. They, they're, like... IT professionals or something. There has to be something. There's something here that they're missing. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, nope. they're down-to-earth, hard-working landscapers. You know, yeah. I never thought about it, but if there's one film to encourage us as a uh, you know population to take down the rich and revolutionize <laughs> the world and bring out the the guillotines and take on the bourgeoisie that is upper white society i i had a hunch that it would be beverly beverly hills chihuahua too but i i wasn't sure until after watching it so this is a great opportunity 
to stand up, my comrades. <laughs> yeah, if you wanna if you wanna raise somebody's clashed consciousness and explain to them <laughs> why like white capitalist society and bougie people like yes. this fucking suck, show them well, this I, movie. I am is... ready to to lift up that pitchfork. Yeah. <laughs> And walk you down the street to their house with a fucking torch after this yes, goddamn movie. Yeah. You can show, like, you can do, like, a drive-in movie, like, yes. experience for this and use it to, like, rally people yes. to go and, like, this, burn down this, mansions. This is socialist propaganda. That is what this movie is, but written by capitalist overlords. Yeah, it's, without it, like, they don't understand what they're writing. They think that they're writing something that's uplifting yes. and fun, and what they've written is like a dystopian hellscape. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the dogs. Yeah, let's the dogs talk about the dogs. Cute. The dogs are cute. I like the dogs. The dogs are real fun. Let's talk about our dog fun dog movie podcast. Fucking assholes. They have a punk punk rock dog pug dog in the dog dog show and it like comes out with like a red mohawk and stuff and it's like cool, I guess. Ooh, fun dog movie! <laughs> Rated the dogs. We're done. I'm out. Podcast over. Thanks for watching Rough Cuts. It's great. <laughs> I can't. I'm dead. That I'm punk dead. rock pug pugs taking down the system by being in a rich fashion show. <laughs> they totally understood punk culture too. Got them. We will revolutionize and take down the capitalist overlords. See you next time. <laughs> Like, listen, I am I am one of those people where I live in a house. I, yeah. I, I own my own house. Yeah. Like, I mean, not own it. We pay mortgage. But, like, the bank we have a it. house that yeah. is essentially ours in the way that we are paying mortgage for it. Like, we are mm-hmm. investing into that. I, I have a wife who is a professional where we own our own business as photographers. I would never consider myself to be poor at this point. Like, that's the thing is I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, like... The idea that I'm some kind of, like, oppressed class or something is so fucking pathetic. So obviously wrong. It's just... And, like... But these people, according to these people, I'm, like, lower class poors. Fuck them. Like, actual people that are really (sighs) struggling. They've never met one in their life. They've never seen a person who's ever struggled. Well, anyway. Yeah, I rate the dogs. uh, They're in the film. Yes, they're in the film. They're in the they're film. They're cute. Yeah. I wish that we could have rescued them from this film. They yeah. didn't deserve they, to be those, in this. Those dogs need to get out as soon as possible. <laughs> Just like this. Just movie, go. You know? That's Just it. Run. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thank you for sharing the podcast. Everything like that. We're getting close to seven thousand downloads, which is actually pretty dope so appreciate the support extremely dope i think that we are we not at seven thousand we've got to be real close it's uh, wonderful that everybody supported like that. us this much oh 6500 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're getting there yeah we're getting there definitely um, getting there very close uh we've been getting about 100 downloads plus per episode which is absolutely in- incredible um you've all been extremely supportive and kind we really do appreciate it a lot and if you'd like to retweet out our episodes and stuff you can check us out at Rough Cuts Cast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can send us emails to roughcutscast at gmail.com. And, and uh, yeah. And one thing rate I. Rate us on iTunes, all that stuff. It really does help a lot. And one thing I do want to do to end this a bit and, and sort of put a cap on it 
if you have any uh, like local charities around you for like minority groups, donate to them if you can. Donate your time. Donate to Black Lives Matter. All that stuff. Yes. If, if you are as upset as us at this yeah. fucking film, now is a good time to take that anger and turn it into something positive for uh, Hell, the people in your go, community. Do something like... I I, I didn't want to say this because I didn't yeah. want to mention too much that I was going to be doing this this year. But like, go out, do something, um, do local organizing yourself. Yeah. Like, not, not even necessarily donate to a charity because like that's kind of an easy thing to do. Correct. Go out, find... Like, in your city, if you have... 20 bucks 50 bucks a hundred dollars to spare go find like some gloves and like hats like a toque I, i'm canadian so i say toque but, like go go get yourself a toque and some hats eh? and oh, yeah, eh? like get get some like basic supplies that homeless people will need and then go downtown to your local city center and just hand them out to people go yes. meet people and hand it out and just like actually see somebody who's really struggling and like, be the change. Don't that be you like the see. people in this fucking movie. Yeah. It just God, I I'm this, this so movie upset has, about this film. Has, this film's upsetting. This movie has riled me up in a way that I want to go help people. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm yes. so mad. <laughs> yes, yeah, like that. These people they probably gave like a hundred dollars at some point to some charity somewhere, and we're like, all right done yes. and like they're like i said they're living in some really nice house somewhere and like like find people that are actually struggling and donate directly to them do some fucking direct action yeah go out and meet people that are actually struggling like not just donate to a charity go out and see a homeless person buy them a meal give them 20 dollars when you see them on the street like do something and it's like, oh god! Do anything sucks. except watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> do do anything. something that's not this. <sighs> well, see you next time. Yeah. I'm just confused. I'm legitimately upset at this movie. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. This movie is. I, I don't know how I'm going to make fun of this movie. because We don't need to fun. make fun. We could just be mad. We could just yeah, be mad. I want it to be funny, and I can't be funny about this movie because it sucks so much. We can just be angry. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can just be mad at this movie. Thank you for giving me permission to be angry at this movie because I am fucking pissed. <laughs>